What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Pentown's Finest Podcast. I am your host, Dante. Um, I ain't going to even sugarcoat it, but I do want to talk about something I got. Recently, I did a setup review of the Google Nest doorbell. I've been wanting one for years. My house wasn't suited for one. I mean, not suited, but wasn't kind of like they didn't install one, I guess. I don't know why they're doing it now. I guess a lot of people are switching to these smart doorbells. Fine. So it wasn't no old doorbell with a chime, wire run, none of that. So I always wanted a doorbell because I don't like just opening the door. I like to know who's at the door. So I already, I went in and got the Google Nest doorbell. It's the battery power one. So stay tuned for the review. Not a review, but more of my first thoughts of having a smart doorbell. And my first impressions of like, how it works, how well it works, how long it lasts before I got to recharge it, those type of things. So, stay t- go check that out on the YouTube channel coming soon. Alright, now, I want to talk about Google and the Pixel phones, the Pixel watch. And they got a tablet coming, but I really want to talk about the watch. I like how it looks. I will say that. I mean, it is an interesting looking watch. More of a traditional looking watch, right? It starts at 349. It come in how many colors got over here? We got four colors. What's this color? Champagne gold case with hazel active band. Matte black case with obsidian active band. Polished silver case with charcoal active band. And a polished silver case with a chalk active band. It's funny how they just don't want to call it white. They got all these names for it. But it starts at $349. I don't think that's a bad price. Because I think I got my Apple Watch. Well, I got it through Verizon. So I got the little SE version. Because I wasn't too... I'm not into spending big money on an Apple Watch that I got to be charged every, every, at, at the end of every day. I don't sleep with my watch on. So that doesn't work for me. But, um... <clears throat> one of the things I, I like to mention and I've seen a review on it it doesn't sync up very well what I mean by that like what you do on your phone doesn't transition over to your watch like if you put it in do not disturb it doesn't just do it for your, phone, your um, watch it kind of like you have to do it over for your watch so if you want your watch to be do not disturb, you can turn it off on your watch. But your phone will still be on, you know, notifications. Weird, but so I guess it's the I didn't know this was their first version because I never really bought an Android watch. Well, like I said, smart watches in general, because I was just like constantly charging them. Notifications after a while getting your nerves. I mean they do. So but like I said, it's a nice looking watch. Like more of a traditional look to it. I heard the battery life is suspect. So, because um, you know Apple just released what was that the uh, Apple Watch Ultra, and that's like everybody's buying that watch is like seven hundred dollars, and it's you know the talk of the town right now. So now you know they got the Pixel Seven. 7 and Pro, right? And I haven't had an Android phone in about maybe six years or seven years. 
not because I don't like them. It's just a lot of stuff that I do, Apple has the apps too, and it all syncs up fine. And I guess I kind of don't want to start over. Well, maybe I should have an Android phone and an Apple iPhone. You know, have a Pixel, not a Pixel, but a Google and an Apple. You know, maybe I should think about that. But you got the Pixel 7 and a Pixel 7 Pro. Let's look at the Pro here. The price is $899. Not a bad price because I think the for iPhone I get is $1,000. So that takes a toll on the pockets when you're trying to think about which one you got. So the colors that come in is hazel, snow, and obsidian. <laughs> What's up with these color names? This is just too funny. So, all right, let's see. We have a 10 to 120 hertz smooth display with LTPO. 6.7 QHD plus display. Pro triple rear camera system. A Google Tensor G2 for even more power that's the processor I didn't even know they made their own processors now they're getting into making their own processors so you have a 12 megapixel ultra wide lens a 50 megapixel wide lens and a 48 megapixel megapixel telephoto lens hold up you got a 50 megapixel wide lens then you got ultra wide oh okay the ultra wide is 12 megapixels gotcha and you got the telephoto for 48 you know megapixels they have the super zoom feature i can't really test it out like i said i don't have that type i don't have that phone cinematic blur ad is more drama to your videos because social media like tiktok instagram even facebook has these like features where you can kind of do these little vertical style not vertical portrait style <laughs> about to say horizontal style but vertical style portrait videos and it's becoming big right now even like guys who do like real estate videos weddings they shoot sometimes in portrait mode vertical whatever way to call it so vertical videos are becoming real big these days so don't be surprised like they're gonna sell a camera that's just basically a vertical camera that's not a phone built-in vpn for extra protection online what else they got Yeah, so a 5,000 milliamp battery, 24 plus hours of battery life, fast wireless charging. Hmm, that's interesting. Because I have the iPhone 10, I want to call it, the X, whatever. And I haven't upgraded yet since my phone has paid off. And I don't know if I want to get the 14 or wait. I mean, because, you know, iOS is always the same experience. But they do have new features that came because the notches 
going, but they have like a, a cutout with the camera and the sensor in it. And they have this new, what do they call it? Island display where information and notifications come up. And I think it looks real cool. So with this, you know, uh, um, basically I'm just talking specs. Now, okay. The Pixel Pro, Pixel 7 Pro. 6.7 inch display, the QHD display, smooth display, 100 up to 120 hertz. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I had my iPad Pro that had 120 hertz display, going from that display to another display, you see the difference real quick. Now, when it comes to phones, I don't think a, I wouldn't say a phone needs to have it. I really prefer a tablet that had that type of uh, refresh rate. But if you get the regular Pixel 7, it has a 6.3 inch display at 90 hertz. And I think that's just as good for that type of screen size. Then they got the Pixel, oh, that's the Pixel 6a at full HD OLED. Really, an OLED display? Up to 60 hertz. So I will go with either 90 or 120. Once you go 120, it's hard to go back to 60 to 90 frames per second. It just is. Because when I, like I said, I had my iPad Pro, you know, is out of commission now because it still works, but the screen is just cracked. You know, that's kids. And once I got them, they own iPads I gotta get mine you know or get me a new one cause I, I like you know I mean carrying that around and like I said that refresh rate is just the best can't go wrong so Google had their event they announced now let me see if the tablet is up on display and I can get into some let me see, laptops, earbuds, phones. Hmm, let's try lap, no, try accessories, see if it's under that. No. Laptops, maybe it'll be under there. No. Yeah, it's supposed to be a Pixel tablet, but I don't see. Let me see. Google Store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had an event where they announced, you know, the upcoming product line. And, and they did announce a new Nest doorbell, I believe. Let me see. It says the new Nest doorbell. Oh, it's smaller. Oh, wow, it is much smaller. Compared, like, I don't... Where I got mine at, it works fine, but this one is much smaller. It seems like it looks like the original Nest doorbell. And... Which... Which is uh, interesting to me. I know Google bought Nest a while back. And... Does the Nest doorbell still exist or this is just or does it you know not exist and this is like I know this is like a replacement but do they still make the Nest doorbell if you don't want the Google one mm -hmm. okay it's much smaller wired of course and that's the thing if your house is equipped for a wired one go with that battery power is cool 
when you don't have a doorbell. But I've seen these little solar solutions. It looks so ugly to me because they never really kind of straighten the wire out and like pin it to the wall where it's, you know, covered up with some uh, covering or something. It's it, it, Oh, man, it's a bad look like the solar one. You can kind of charge with solar power. But right now would be I want to say right now exactly. But, you know, we're getting into the winter months, so we might not get that much sunlight from time to time so it's a much smaller one more fit compact one oh it has up to 43% of recycled materials you know if you're into that interesting from what it looks like the, the new one is won't be a battery powered one so what it looks like, they have the battery power one that can be wired if you have a wired system and things like that. But the battery power one won't be coming in a smaller size, I guess, because, you know, the battery that you will put in that wouldn't, be, wouldn't last that long, probably just a couple of days. And you can always log into that Nest, what is that, Nest Aware, and pay that monthly charge, but, uh-uh. And they have these little package deals, like you got the front door monitoring package, where you get the, the doorbell battery and the Nest Hub Max, is that, yeah, that's the, just the Nest Hub, the Nest Hub for 230 $35, that's not bad. You have the outdoor monitoring package where you get Nest Hub Max. Well, Nest Hub, I'm just always saying Max. And a Nest Cam battery. Hmm, I didn't know they had a battery one with that. Now you got the total security package where you get the doorbell. Now you get the Nest Home Max and the uh, Nest Cam battery for 503. So, you know, I've seen these like solar power you know solutions that kind of keep it charged and i'm really looking for i'm looking into myself putting solar panels on the top of my house if it's possible because you know not because my electric bill is high if i can get it to almost zero why not because that is just you know options And, you know, and that sounds very interesting to me. And now I want to talk about um, transitioning into Microsoft. Microsoft had an event where they showcased their new product line. And it's basically the same thing, but it's more like some hardware and software updates. Um... The surf, all right. You got the Surface Laptop Five. Uh, I just call it the Surface Laptop for all that. So you got that. Um, the Surface Studio Two Plus. All right. Let's see some specs. Can we see some specs? No, actually, you can't. It just says pre-order now which is weird to me 
What's this? Oh, well, if I go into the pre-orders, let me see what it say. No, I don't want that. All right, what we got? What we got? What we got? The starting price is $44.99. It should be. The release date is uh, October 25th, so. It's coming out real soon, honey. Specs. Perfect angle for, okay, touchscreen, video calls. Doesn't really have any specs. But overall, like, I really like how the Surface headphones look. Like, I like how they look, and I like that little mode dial. Not mode dial, but, like, that volume dial on the side that, like, turns. I think that's a useful, you know. So, got the Surface Pro 9, Surface Pro 10, Pro 7, I'm sorry. Surface Studio. Basically, some software and hardware updates as far as, like, the latest and the greatest from them. Um, I don't have any Surface products. I ain't got nothing against them, but. I have a, a gaming machine I use from time to time. So I don't feel like I need to get a Surface laptop. Windows is Windows. Like I like that Microsoft is making their own like product lines. But for me, and it's like, I'm not really too over the top for that but overall you got google with their event pixel watch pixel 7 microsoft with their new software and hardware lineups as far as a surface laptop studio 2 and all these things so some of this technology is very interesting to see how it's going to work when it comes out and I want to watch some reviews and people who got access to these things like firsthand. So this ain't going to be a long episode, but it's kind of I wanted to go over these things. I just find some of it interesting when as far as like what Apple has managed to do and just like when it comes to software and hardware, they make it work and make it simple for the average consumer. And what can I say? They just do it the best. Get, like Google can do it, but it just seems like they all. It's like always somebody always miss a meeting and always miss a feature that should just be like like a launch with the launch of it. And it's like I don't see how these people had these problems like that, but it, that's just how it is. Like Apple holds on to until they perfect it and make it as simple as easy as possible for the average consumer and like every other country uh, if other country like I'm not talking about country every other company that does this that try to do what they do it seems like they'll do it in some aspects better and then in some other aspects they do it like they're like five steps behind which is weird to me so but let's wait and see when the reviews come out for first access come out you know people get their first impressions of it so that's pretty much it for this episode i just wanted to go over these things and things i saw wanted to talk about 
Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope to see you next time. Peace.